0: Good morning, Chicago, and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood with you. we got Jay, we got Jay Moore, we got you here on this Waddle Wednesday. If you miss Tom Waddle, it's right there for you on the ESPN Chicago app. Just click Cap, Jay Hood, you can catch all of our podcasts and all of our content right there on Cap and Jay Hood. And Cap, with it being meat and cheese week, it's the Bears against the Packers. But... As I've been telling you, there's always something to shoot for, right? You could be the worst in the NFL. You could be the best in the NFL. There's always something to play for. As a coach, you could speak to that more than anybody, where you give a carrot on the stick to players or a coaching staff saying, hey, man, this is not just another game. We have to be able to reach this goal. And if for, for the Chicago Bears, the goal is, hey, man, you want to play spoiler? Now, Uber could say, like, it's not a big deal, but I think it is because you want to prove a point. You're going to be gone after Sunday. And so you would love to be able to go to, to Lambeau and be able to cement the season with a victory against the Packers because maybe you get that Lions momentum just like Detroit had last year.
1: If you go in there, there's like the Lions knew who their quarterback was going to be. The Lions knew they had a top three offensive line. The Lions already had a Monroe St. Brown and Jamison Williams and Aiden Hudson. They had a lot of their pieces already in place. So I don't think there is a lot of similarity in that way.
0: You're playing spoiler. It's the same thing.
1: Spoiler part of it is the same thing. But the Lions knew we got a hell of a football team here.
0: The Bears are
1: still transitioning into that. But you go up there and if Justin outplays Jordan Love in that building, and I mean plays like he did against Atlanta, now you're – not a one-off. Now you've done it two in a row. You beat a really good team on the road against
0: a pretty talented defense. It's the same thing. It's what I just said It was the same thing. You have something to play for. You want to be able to upset the Packers just like the Lions did. Lions might have thought that they were a good football team because they had momentum. But still, you have to go to Lambeau to beat them. I don't disagree That's with that,
1: But that part of it. But the Lions, last year at the same time, a much more talented team.
0: Some thoughts here from Mattie Rifflews, the head coach for the Chicago Bears on Wadlin Sylvie. He clarified his comments about the Packers game being just another game.
2: You know, what I was meaning by that is we're focusing on ourselves and focusing on our, our improvement and us playing together as a football team. And when we do that, uh, good things happen, as you saw uh, last Sunday and the Sunday prior to that. So, you know, that's what we're focused on.
1: We understand it's a big rival. We, we get that part of it. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're going to focus on
0: us and our execution. Is that good enough? Yeah. Uh,
1: I have no problem with how he's handled. I actually think he has done a much better job, win or lose, because it's easy to be, a, you know, a good interview or an okay interview at stage of coming off a win. Win or lose, I think they've been working with him. I think he's gotten better in that scenario. He's never going to be great. He's never going to be Mike Ditka or Dan Campbell. He's not. But his team responds to him. He deserves a lot of credit for how hard that team plays and how they stick together when they lost, what, 14 in a row? mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The rivalry, though, and it still matters to us as fans, Bears and Packers, because it's been going on for generations. I mentioned to you, Cap, as kind of a, you know, 70s, really 80s kid watching this rivalry. I said, the Packers, who are they? Like, the Bears are just steamrolling through them because the 80s Bears were so dominant, uh, under Mike Ditka. But in years past, in the 1960s, the Packers had a 15-5 to 5 advantage in that decade. In the 1970s, as you were a kid, 11-9 and 9 in the 80s, it was 11-7. and 7. And then from the 90s to 2000s, 2010s, and to where you are right now, the Packers have been steamrolling the Chicago Bears for the most part. That is correct.
1: They have been kicking our behind. And as Yurko said to me and to Tommy last night, there is no rivalry between the n- hammer and the nail. Mm-hmm. There just isn't. We've been the nail, unfortunately. But guess what? We're going up there with momentum. A lot to play for. My comparison when we were talking Lions versus Bears, the Bears have a lot of questions that still have to be answered. The Lions knew. Whatever happens, we knock him out, we lose, whatever. Jared Goff's going to be our quarterback, and Aiden Hutchinson's going to be our star rush end, and this guy and that guy. This is a chance for Justin Fields to go, Hey, Mr. Poles, take that. Before he does anything
0: Some thoughts from Aaron Rodgers Talking about his <clears throat> Green Bay Packers On the Pat McAfee show Bears-Packers rivalry It's the Bears Super Bowl
3: One more game to go It's uh, the Super Bowl for the Bears Just
2: about every year Because they haven't been, have been in the playoffs
0: This is their Super Bowl It's been We've won uh, What have we won? Matt's never lost to him I don't think
3: It's like nine in a row uh, See that. Yeah, I believe so. See, that was uh, Matt LaFleur. That was a rhetorical, was a rhetorical yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> At least nine in a row. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> he knew, by the way. He had yep. the stat. 18, we got beat by him there when Joe Philbin was the coach. We beat him earlier, so and it's definitely nine in a row. Um, is it a rivalry anymore? Oh, geez.
0: That's what he asked the question, rhetorically. Is it a rivalry? First of all, the we
1: stuff, you're a Jet. You want it out of Green Bay. So it's not a wee stuff, even though he still has a home up there and has no interest in selling it. I was reading a real estate thing mm-hmm. up in Wisconsin. And somebody apparently reached out to a broker and said, do you know who owns that property? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Well, he doesn't live here anymore. He lives in New Jersey. He's got a gorgeous home. Would you reach out and see if he wants to sell it? It's a multimillion-dollar place. Absolutely not. I love that house. I'm keeping it. Really? Gonna come back?
0: <laughs> you know you know what? He has a right. He can still just like, you know what? It's mine. If I wanna come back, I can. Yeah. I can stop at a Bucks game. I could do that. Yeah. We saw him when he was dating Danica Patrick. He spent some time with the Bucks. Wanna say he might have been minority owner?
1: He might, and he's dating supposedly the owner of the Bucks, uh, Wes Edens, his daughter. Mm. I think they've been Hooking up. Yeah. Linked. Linked, yes. Hmm. Mallory, I think's her name. Mallory Edens, I think that's who he's dating.
0: Hmm. Well, I, I, so we get to this, Cap, and for us, yes, it's a rivalry because we've seen this forever. Our mm. parents saw it, grandparents saw this, so we know exactly the, how important this is. But at some point, if the Bears don't turn this, yeah, will it always be a rivalry? Yeah, because of the history of it. But if you're not fighting back... <laughs> you're you're punching up trying to get this Packers team, and from Favre to Rodgers to Love, and I'm saying that Love is going to have a 10 year run with the Packers and be great. I'm just saying that it sucks that as soon as uh, Love gets a chance to be able to start and lead this team, it's as if Rodgers is still there or Favre is there, as good as the young man's been. I mean, Tommy gave us the numbers; it's pretty impressive. It's really impressive for your first time starting. That's a lot of numbers. Because that's supposed to be some sort of, in my view, going into it. I say, okay, there's going to be a learning curve. There might be some rust there because he's never started every game with the Packers. He's been able to fit in just fine. He had one start in his career. And he came in. It's pretty good kid.
1: He has been everything they hoped for and more.
0: You know that's a nightmare, though, right? That's nightmare fuel. That he's that good and the Bears are still trying to figure out if Justin Fields is the guy or not. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Going in there,
1: there's a lot for the Bears to play for. Like, Dan Campbell got his guys to knock Green Bay out last year. Hats off to him. But there wasn't a lot of questions they had to answer. They just had to take the next step.
0: We got questions. You heard Tommy give us the numbers in his uh, appearance with us. 3,843 yards, 30 touchdown passes, better season than any season by any quarterback in Bears history. Correct. Jordan Love. Correct. And if he throws for 157, he gets to 4,000 yards. Yeah. It's not saying that, you know, Justin Fields is chopped liver, but I mean, that is Jordan Love on the precipice of getting to the playoffs.
1: Who has the all-time single-season passing record for the Bears? Yards and touchdowns. Uh,
0: at quarterback.
1: Yeah, which one has... Who has the touchdown record and who has the yards record?
0: Is it, is it Kramer? No. Eric
1: Kramer, it is Kramer has the yards and the touchdowns.
0: Yeah, Kramer. Who has a book out, by the way, I think. Yeah, he does. 29
1: touchdowns and 3,800-something yards. That
0: was a special season.
1: 95. A
0: pop-up season. Correct. Ron Turner, offensive coordinator? I believe that's correct. <laughs> Under Wani. Ah, Kramer was great. Ah, David. Yeah. I mean, think about that. And, and by the way, Cutler couldn't even touch that, right? As long as he was the quarterback for the team. It was Eric Kramer with his one season. It's when the correct. offense was vertical. Jay could never get it done. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. our phone number. Is this a rivalry? Bears and Packers to you. Aurora, Colorado, as the snow starts to fall here in downtown Chicago. Listening on the ESPN Chicago app, here's Don on ESPN 1000. Hi, Don. Hey,
2: guys. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, when a rivalry becomes lopsided like this one, it's no longer a rivalry. It's just a tradition. And that's the distinction right there. It's just a tradition, no longer a rivalry until the Bears actually win one or two or a couple.
1: I get where he's coming from. As I think Yurko put it the best. You don't have a rivalry between the hammer and the nail, and unfortunately, we've been the nail. But if the nail starts fighting back a little bit, game on.
0: I wonder did the Packers fans feel that way in the 80s, 70s, and 80s. It was competitive under Forrest Gregg, it was but, nasty. But you yeah, see, it was in the 80s, right? I wonder, was it, I mean, because. Cap, looking at this chart in front of me, I mean the Bears under Hallis, forties, fifties, thirties, all dominated by the Bears. And then the Packers, though they're getting their comeuppance: thirteen and seven in the nineteen nineties, twelve and eight in the two thousands, seventeen and four in twenty tens, and a perfect seven and zero in the twenty twenties. Brutal. Bah. Brutal. That would be great for you. To, in your. For, I'm rooting for the Bears, but I'm rooting for you. For my first game ever at Lambeau, we <laughs> win? And they turn it. Huh. <laughs> and it? So you're seeing history. Not just a Bears game. You're actually watching his, history. Right. If the Bears could be able to win that while you're in the, in the room, in the stadium. That would be insane. That is, would probably be, and the, the Monday is going to be interesting, the Monday show. It's got to be top five. If you're all-time fandom to see that in person. Oh man! If we win Sunday, yeah. And I did say we. Yes, that would be unbelievable. It's got to be top five. Unbelievable. And someone will say, "Well, what does that mean, Hoodie? You're just eight and nine. That That's the point is, though, is that you finally won a game in the 2020s <laughs> <That's> <laughs> against it. the Packers.
1: You <laughs> feel like going into the off season now. You got momentum.
0: Yeah. With that
1: top pick and our
0: own pick, yeah. All right, we'll take more of your phone calls coming up about the rivalry. The Bears and Packers is still rivalry to you. Three one two three three two three seven seven six also still to come. Is Aaron Rodgers the worst person in sports right now? Right now at nine fifteen on a Wednesday morning. We'll talk about it on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Jay Hood are back.
4: I appreciate your show. I'm an Uber driver, and from 7 to 10 every day, I've got you locked in. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
0: It's the Captain Jay Hood morning show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Mike Greenberg comes your way at 10 o'clock, followed by Carmen and Yurko, 12 to 2. It'll be Peggy and Sylvie from 2 to 6, Bleck and Abdallah, 6 to 8. All part of the mix right here on ESPN 1000. Don't forget, you can be able to watch our show live here on Twitch. All the shows on ESPN Chicago. Twitch, twitch twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Also on YouTube, youtube youtube.com on the ESPN Chicago page. All right. Is this still a rivalry? 312-332-3776. Damn
1: right it is. And I'm coming in hot. Along with about 30,000 of my friends. We're going to be loud, proud, and ready to go.
0: That many tickets at uh, Lambeau for Bears fans? 30,000?
1: It holds 80. Shay, what's the capacity? Is it 80? Damn. Lambeau? Yeah. I think it's
0: 80. 30,000 Bears fans are going to be there, you think? Yeah. Hmm.
5: 81,441. Come on now. I'm not expecting it to be
1: 70,000 Bears fans. Well, that'd be nice, but...
0: Cap, this ain't a Brewer game. I
1: was about to say. That was exactly where I was going. It's an it's
0: like AmFam. It's, right. it's, like, it's not the Cub fan taking over. Brewers fans are pathetic. Oh, now that's enough now. We have, you, you, if you get a tank of gas at the local mobile,
1: you get two free tickets to a Brewers game. And don't give them to a Cubs fan.
0: Yeah. But the Packers fan out are diehards. That's the thing. That's the difference. They, they, like they a,
1: are great. Uh, great I, fan base.
0: 30,000, 40,000 Cub fans in the AmFam field. Yeah, possibility. Hey, I'm a. they'll have like a brewer jacket on. Then they go through the turnstile. Cubs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Take <laughs> the coat off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they'll do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how many tickets uh, the, the Packer fans are willing to relinquish and, and give to Bear fans. I'm not sure. It's different up there.
1: I think there's going to be a really, really good contingent of us up there.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for the Bears, but I'm rooting for you to be able to see that history. Oh, to see it live? God, that would Ooh. be cool as all get out. Still to come, some thoughts about Aaron Rodgers. Is he the worst person in sports right now. We'll get to that momentarily. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Eddie from the north side on ESPN 1000 with Here Captain we go. Jay Hood. Hello, Eddie. Cap,
4: Hoodie, Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, what my man. man.
4: If they made a decision on Justin Fields... This is the last game of the year. That's why fantasy football ends two weeks prior to the end of the season. He would not be out there for one particular reason. What if he breaks something? You know, God forbid he goes out there and he gets a serious injury. Wait, 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 wait. Lot, Are you telling me if
1: you more? were the coach, you're benching Justin Fields?
4: If you made a decision that he's coming back, Absolutely, one hundred percent. Oh, that's the just Eddie, that anything, Come you know? on, you're
1: better than that. This is a They're learning opportunity.
4: Anything. Are they going for a playoff spot? No. Okay, but you 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 do have to understand where I'm coming from on that point a little bit. Well, then I once the, once
1: that. they got to zero and four, why didn't we just put them in bubble wrap then? Well,
4: I, absolutely. Oh my god. And then my we could have a higher draft pick to tank the rest of the season. And I don't like tanking. You know, when I talk about the airways, but uh, I have five jerseys, Barry Sanders, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, and my daughter's boyfriend got me my last birthday at Joe Burrow, and I have a Metallica hockey one with all the album covers on it, but that's about it, and why other than Burrow, they were all the best, and I'd wear them out any time I possibly could. That's
1: about it. I think you're insane. They have a ton to play for. Oh my yes, god. What,
4: their jobs? So then they didn't decide on Justin Fields. That's all it says to me. If this is this his job, this last game against the Green Bay Packers? Think about it. If Th- he gets a serious injury, not only you probably can't trade him for anything, well he's gonna be down maybe the whole next year, even if you decided to keep up.
1: If if That's he goes look at it. Eddie, if he goes into Lambeau and leads his club to a 28 to 10 victory defense plays great sweat is their worst nightmare and Justin is awesome that answers a big question it's not a pop up well, against other questions the, Falcons. On the football team
4: Cap, there's other questions on the football right team. those can all be answered that backups that you have questions about next year, should be playing Sunday for the Chicago Bears. We will agree we're to disagree. we to training camp next year to decide on them. We agree we'll
1: to disagree. A real game. Okay. All right. You guys have a great day, and
4: I love your show. You know that. Appreciate always you. always listening.
1: You're the man.
0: Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate it. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Uh, in Lake Zurich, here's Thomas on the Cap and J-Hood morning show. Hey, Thomas.
3: Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Long time listener, first time caller. Appreciate you. Uh, Thank you very much. So, um, so for, uh, right off the bat, um, I did talk to Shay. Tune in. Um, I, I am a Packers fan calling in, um, and I just want to give a couple of thoughts. Uh, one, there will be a lot of Bears fans. So, I went to two games in Lambeau, and for some reason, how they do it is I guess this season they're letting more away fans. Buy more tickets because there was a lot. Of, uh, I went to the Chargers Packers game. There was way more Chargers fans there mm-hmm. than usual away team. So there, so uh, Cap is not wrong. There will be a heavy Bears presence. I will say that heavy then, Bears presence. Love yes. it. And then with the Bears with the whole Bears jersey, I will say Cap. I've been to Green Bay once once a game for the last ten years. Whatever is necessary to stay warm. I'm telling you, it gets cold up there. Especially wear gloves. The hands always get cold. So if you have a jersey, put a bunch of stuff on it. If you're not, just wear a hoodie and coat and have the jersey underneath it, just as advice.
1: Appreciate the advice, yeah. and we will see how this goes. I'm excited, man.
0: Two Americas there, Jay Moore. Just the old just a jacket and a jersey. No snowsuit. You and I are going to... <laughs> That's what it's going to sound like when we walk in there. Absolutely man
1: a snowmobile suit
0: yeah that's the god man hey, that cold and you got it on thermals yes sir underneath that's right long I'm, I'm, I'm a Chicagoan. and i wear long underwear i don't take it off until may because you just never know wow <laughs> and the trap door in the back don't forget about that correct uh for easy access <laughs> thank you very much ah
1: yeah i am <laughs> i'm fired up man i'm looking forward to it some cold weather gear, some gloves, a nice warm hat. Let's go.
0: You got the, the you don't have the Bill Murray bear down hat or you're gonna have this uh the Snoopy hat. So I
1: have a like couple bears like um ski hats, mm-hmm. but I also have an orange um what's the like a you know like the pilot hat yeah, yeah. with yeah. the warm and you buckle it under your yes. I have one of those.
0: I, I have one of those. I'll bring it in tomorrow. I have an orange one. Yes. I may wear that. Just stay warm, man. You don't want to lose and be sick. You don't want to be winning and be sick either. No. <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. Oh, quick. Sidebar, may I
1: approach? Yeah, brought to you by our great friends, Ankin Law, the great Howard Ankin 312. Six million. Put that lawyer in your phone. Sound
0: my ball. How about this? Um, it's something that you talked about on the recap on your YouTube last night with Yurko and Waddle mm-hmm. regarding how the locker room would feel if Justin Fields was no longer with the Chicago Bears. It was a great conversation because I was watching uh, some of it last night where the the feeling of what happens if Justin moves along, how does the rest of the team feel? It's funny because the Long brothers, I think you know them very well, right? Mm -hmm. The Long brothers?
1: I know. Kyle, I just (laughs) talked to him the other day very well.
0: Not that, Jay Moore. Just hang on a second. (laughs) Just Just how long are they? Not just a moment. Anyway. So the Long <laughs> the Brothers have a podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how, you know, if uh, Poles moved on from Fields, mm-hmm.
2: there'd be a mutiny. They should keep him. Yeah. They should keep him. I mean, there's a, the decision has been made. I mean, to me, the decision has been made for for polls. weeks now. You know what I mean? And 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 I guess I guess this is there my- would be a mutiny there. Here, that's my thing, Kyle. Like, he has he has decided. The team has decided. That's our guy. It, it, well, Iberflues, you talk about him. A lot of times you let the team decide at the end of the season. The team has decided by playing hard and beating teams that are in the thick of it. Like, Atlanta had to win that game to go to the playoffs. Yeah. And you killed them, dude. And Justin Fields made some great plays. He missed a couple throws, but, like, so did every quarter. You know what Josh Allen did yesterday? <laughs> he missed 15 throws. And so the point is... When it comes to Justin Fields, the decision has been made. The only decision you have to make is who's the offensive coordinator. Yes. And that's a huge decision, right? And who you draft. Uh, what?
5: Huh? Those are the decisions you
2: have to make. Because here's what you could be looking at next year, Kyle, if you stick with Justin Fields. Marvin Harrison, the, the top tackle. You re-sign Mooney. Or Brock got, Bowers. You, I like their tackles. Braxton Jones, darn all right. I don't think you change a thing. Or you could move one of them inside. Yeah. You know, like, the, the point is, Look at that group outside and tell me for a team that's just beaten a number of playoff teams or teams that are in contention for the playoffs that beat the Lions, you know, a team that, that's damn good, that, be, that beat the Vikings a couple weeks ago when the Vikings were hotter, that beat the, the Falcons with, with uh, their season on the line. If this is your floor, Kyle. Why would you move on? Six weeks ago it was the safe decision. You could feel it to trade Justin Fields. It was the safe decision. Now tell me what decision feels more unsafe if you're Ryan poles.
0: What do you think of that, Cap? The Long Brothers talking about that, saying that if you move on from Fields, you know, there could be a problem in the locker room and you bring a rookie in when you already think that you have some success. What do you think of that? I
1: don't disagree with that perspective because these guys are so aligned with him. Mm-hmm. But as Yerk said to Tommy and I last night, kid, if they draft Caleb Williams and he leads them to where they want to go, everyone in there will go, hey, he was a good dude, but Justin who? But he said if he comes in and plays poorly, now you're going to have real problems. We had a guy and you gave up on him. It's a, to whom much is given, much is expected. My gut feeling has always been unless Justin pointed the nose in the right direction, they'd move on. He has done that more often than not this season. He's had bad moments, no question about it. Mm -hmm. He's had some scintillating ones. His performance Sunday was the best I've ever seen him play in a Bears uniform. Fine. So if I'm trading out a one, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm getting Marvin Harrison and two more number ones and a player. Okay. Let's talk.
0: All I'm telling you is that it's fine that that the the Bears played well against Atlanta. Mm Mm-hmm but my whole point about the Chicago Bears is about consistency that comes from the front office to the field mm-hmm. meaning that okay so you beat the Falcons and before that you beat Arizona those are wins that we had chalked in locked in with a sharpie in August correct okay so now what do you do against Green Bay do you do you regress or do you move forward and yeah. then, and then on top of that let me just point this out as well so with Caleb Williams would be growing pains because it's a it is a rookie quarterback, so all the things that he has to adjust to being an NFL quarterback is there. So how many? So how long do we have to deal with growing pains with Justin Fields and this offense not being able to mature? How long do you have to wait for that? I'm not asking for perfection. I'm looking for consistency from the quarterback position. That's
1: a legitimate question, but that's why that this game means so much to play. You're not going to. Cincinnati to take on a out of the playoff chase Bengals club with Jake Browning. You're going into the belly of the beast, as somebody tweeted me. You're going into Green frickin' Bay. Jordan loves trying to go to 4,000 yards. They win, they're in the playoffs. Yep. You beat them, they're out. You want to talk about Aaron Rodgers having to eat his words? A statement game? And guess what? We came in your building and beat your ass. Huh. It doesn't get much better than this, except if we were going to the playoffs. Exactly. But that's coming. Okay.
0: Your lips to God's ears that that happens. Like, uh, yes, yeah, it is coming. Yes. Can you do it on a regular basis? That's the question. Yes. Now, is this one championship and then regressing because of injuries or ineptitude? Does not work for me? Because I'm watching other teams that are way better than the Bears, organizations way better than the Bears, that find a way. Steelers are a perfect example. How in the hell are they over 500 again? Because that's an organizational situ- situation. All this talk about Mike Tomlin. Oh, Maybe they should move on. Should move. No, that guy gets you into the playoffs every year, finds a way, gets you over 500 With every year.
1: lousy quarterback play.
0: Right, in which you could blame the players and the front office even more so than the head coach. When you have a head coach that's going to put his arm on your throat and say, I'm going to be over 500, right? I don't care who the quarterback is. We're going to find a way to get there. How do you get there? I like that consistency. At least you're there. It's not a Super Bowl team, but at least there's a, um, a modicum of consistency there with that Steelers team. Agreed. I want to see that with the Bears. Yes. 312 3776 is our phone number. Aaron Rodgers, worst person in sports right now. We'll explain that next on Cap and J Hood. Here's today's headline.
1: Headline with Cap and J Hood. Time for the headlines, baby. Zach Levine remains on track to return to the Bulls as soon as Friday after a series of very, very positive practices with the Windy City Bulls. Levine has not played since November 28th. Bulls have gone 10-6 without him after they started the season 5-14 with him in the lineup. Bulls were crushed in Philly last night in a game that was over. About five minutes in, they ended up making it close late. Lose 110-97 without Levine and Nicole Butchovic, who's out with a strained groin. Bulls trail 43-18 after the first quarter. Patrick Williams left the game with an ankle injury. A sportsbook listed odds on what the Bears will do with the number one pick in the 2024 draft. Trading down out of number one. Currently the favorite at even money. Drafting a new quarterback right behind at plus 125. That means bet 100. You get back a profit of 125. And Illinois annihilated Northwestern in basketball last night. 96-66 in Champaign-Urbana.
4: Cap and J. Hood are back.
5: First-time caller. I'm huge fan of your guys' show. Chicago's home for sports.
4: ESPN
0: Chicago. It's the Cap and J. Hood morning show on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. There's a story that came out yesterday regarding uh, Jimmy Kimmel of the Jimmy Kimmel show on ABC. I see a piece here entitled Jimmy Kimmel slams Aaron Rogers claim about Jeffrey Epstein's connection. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Let me explain. Jimmy Kimmel has responded to Aaron Rodgers' comments about the late night host's potential connection to the list of Jerry uh, Jeffrey Epstein's associates. So during the Pat McAfee show, of course Rogers is on there every week. This is on Tuesday. Uh, The New York Jets quarterback suggested that Kimmel was among those named on the Epstein list saying, quote, there is a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, really hoping that that doesn't come out. The names of over 150 associates of the late sex offender Epstein are set to be revealed following a court order from a federal judge in December. Roger says, I'll tell you what, if that list comes out, I definitely will be popping some sort of bottle. Okay. Cap, when I first saw this, and then we saw the response by Jimmy Kimmel, have you seen the response? I have. On X? Um, so, dear a-hole, for the record, I have not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft brain wackos like yourself uh, can't seem to distinguish from reality. And kill talks about how your reckless words... Uh, put my family in danger, keep it up, and we'll debate the facts further in court. That's at Aaron Rodgers. That's the response by Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why Aaron wants to get involved in nonsense like this. It's horrific allegations. Why would you put yourself out there like that? Like, why? You're a football player, man. You want to talk about Bears-Packers? That's cool. You want to talk about the Jets? That's cool, too. Getting involved in the Jeffrey Epstein stuff and making these scurrilous accusations because, and you know I like Aaron. Mm -hmm. He was wrong when his last year in Green Bay during the pandemic, or his next to last year. Are you vaccinated? Yeah, I'm immunized. And he had people who had risky health situations. Diabetes. One guy was in there, I think, had some type of a a blood disorder. Mm -hmm. They're in that press room up in green bay these people all sat there thought he was vaccinated i'm not telling you whether you should or shouldn't be but if you're asked a question like kyrie irving you could say you think he's nuts kyrie irving was honest yeah i'm not getting the vaccine yep i'm not doing it and here's why i don't believe in it whatever the case may be that's fine Aaron rogers flat out lied and jimmy kimmel called him on it on his show i'm not a huge jimmy kimmel guy But he was right when he said what he said, and Aaron was wrong. So Aaron's mad that Jimmy's, you know, whatever he is politically, and Aaron's the other way. Like, like really? That's where we're at now in society?
0: Well, let's talk about comedy for a second. Of course, we're in the United States of offended because everyone is offended about something. Correct. I mean, deeply offended to the point they will write a letter or put it on social media, whatever. So everyone's offended about everything because this is where we are here in 2024. But let's talk about comedy for a second. It's as old as the hills, going back to when comedy was on records or you'd go to the set to watch someone do comedy. It's material. Mm -hmm. It's material. Now, I don't want anyone preaching to me at a comedy show. As far as their deep-seated uh, beliefs, Hell, I, I told you, I went to Chappelle late last year at the United Center, sold out. And he always has his beliefs. That doesn't necessarily mean I have to believe everything and agree with everything that Chappelle says, but he's doing material. Mm-hmm. He's doing comedy. And, right. he do- and the reason why that some of that stuff happens is because they want to be able to get the reaction from the audience. The audience could be like, ah, oh, or laugh or feel uncomfortable. Whatever it is, it's material, Cap. That's what comedy is. It is. And so when Jimmy Kimmel talks about how Aaron Rodgers is an anti vaxxer or a comments that he's made, it is part of the material. Now, people don't like Kimmel because they feel like, hey, I'm not aligned with him politically, so I'm, a, I'm not um, part of the Kimmel camp. And people also feel the same way about Aaron Rodgers. They don't like some of the things that he says. Bottom line is, from Kimmel's standpoint, it's supposed to be comedy. Now, here's the thing that is amazing to me. If if Aaron was trying to be funny and trying to be glib on the McAfee show, uh, that ain't funny. That's not comedy. I maybe to him that was comedy, but that's not because that's um, you know if if Kimmel is not on that list and you're just throwing it out there, just lobbing that grenade like yeah, you know maybe Jimmy 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 Kimmel's on that list. Maybe he was part of uh, sex trafficking and being with underage women or being part of a a a horrific allegation to make man. If you're gonna do that. You better be sure that he's on that list. You better, You're correct. I'm thinking, does he have information and proof of it? Who knows? My point is, when you lob that grenade out there, you better be right. Because anybody could be litigious in that spot. Completely agree. I, I thought it was... It's reckless. T- reckless is a great word for
1: what Aaron did. Unless, again, Unless I, he's on the list. I liked him as a football player. I think he'd be an interesting person to talk to. That was reckless. I thought that was awful.
5: Is he going to be on the Pat McAfee show again? On ESPN, like this is me asking a genuine question, because Kimmel's show is on ABC, and we know who owns ABC. They own Disney. Is 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 Aaron Rodgers going to be invited back to the Pat McAfee show? Is yes. my question?
0: Yes. If I'm Iger, I'm uh, Bob Iger. I'm pretty pissed this morning. This is fa- this is family on family crime in a lot of ways. ABC and ESPN, they
1: hate each other.
0: Yeah. Rogers
1: and Kimmel can't stand each other.
0: The head of the head of uh Disney, Bob Iger?
1: No, I'm saying Aaron no, and no, Kimmel. I'm, I'm saying, but was, Bob Iger might say oh, they're talking about us.
0: I'm identifying Bob Iger, the uh the head of the CEO. The CEO yeah. of, of Disney. He NBC. might he might be
1: sitting there going, it's good for ratings, man. They're talking about us everywhere.
0: Look, I, I have I have no horse in a race politically from Kimmel to Rogers. I'm just saying that when you throw that out there about possibility of Jimmy Kimmel being on that list and being involved with Epstein, you better be right. You better be right. Because that, did you think there's any, uh, was there was any humor out of that? Now, here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers, what's was interesting in his relationship with Pat McAfee. He can say whatever he wants, Cap, because McAfee is never going to question it. It's not one of those shows. Aaron Rodgers is on a McAfee show, but Aaron could just speak off the top of his head. And never questioned by Clark by uh, AJ Hawk or by McAfee. You ever notice that? Right. There's never there's not any journalistic journalistic follow up. Never. It's just like, hey, we're just it's three guys just talking.
5: Just chopping it up. But it is good TV? It is. Is it gonna be worth it for ESPN? Would be the question for me. Like I I get the appeal of it. I like Pat McAfee on mm-hmm. game day, but we've there's been reports it's not the happiest of marriages. Like, I just wonder, now you have this happen, does the juice continue to be worth the squeeze? They signed him for 5 and 80 million. Yeah,
1: they, he's not going anywhere.
0: Pat's never going to question what Aaron Rodgers has to say. Um, he'll ask the question because, you know, because Rodgers is a walking soundbite, whether you like it or not, he says what's on his mind. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying, from his standpoint, you'd hate to see a situation where the list comes out, Kimmel's not on it, and... Kimmel says, okay, I'll sue. That's within the family. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the McAfee shows out of ESPN. You're right. It's, it's gonna, gonna be family fascinating
5: crime. to see this play out. It is. When is this list getting released? I heard it got delayed to like January twenty second or something. Wow. That will be that
1: news when that drops, the names that could be on it. Oh boy.
0: Rogers better be right.
1: Better be right. What if your camel's on the list? But he didn't say he is. He said, huh, I hope he's not on the list for his sake. I'm just saying. that You probably can't get sued for that.
0: By the way, if that, if my name was dropped like that and I know I wasn't part of it, I wouldn't talk about suing. I'd just sue. There would be no conversation.
1: But I'm curious if a lawyer's listening. I don't, when you say, I hope he, for his sake he's not on the list, I don't think you can sue for that.
0: I don't think you can. It's scurrilous. It's reckless, as you called it. There, there's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, really hoping that list doesn't come out, was the quote. Yeah. I t- and, and follows up by saying, I'll tell you what, if that list comes out, I definitely will be popping some sort of bottles. Of course, he's talking about Jimmy Kimmel and, I'm sure, others of his ilk. So yeah. that's implying he's on the list. Yep. So okay. It's
5: also just what Kimmel said. Like, to even link the two things... Yeah. you genuinely put a person in danger. Like, the,
0: there's lunatics out there. That's right. The Cap'n J. Hood cut of the day right Crazy. around the corner on Chicago's Home for Sports. Welcome
4: back. Welcome, Welcome back to Cap and J. Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago.
0: Cap'n J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and uh, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Now time for the Captain J-Hood Cut of the Day. That is brought to
1: you by our friends David Flom and Matt Moore, Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Jay Moore. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring.
4: All right, cut! You know, representing your team is totally fine. However, you know, wearing another man's name on my back is probably never going to happen. Um, that's a little too much respect i do my job well too so when they start wearing my name on their back i'll wear their name on
1: oh that's stupid come on jesse they're not going to watch you work wherever you work
0: you're going to cheer your team on well hold on jesse because mike and sugar grove is with us on cap and hood mike say hello to jesse
3: hey jesse how's it going good hey listen what kind of ego do you have to have to say you wouldn't wear another man's name on your back? Wow! I mean, you're talking about a
4: sport here.
3: Damn! No, fair enough. You're not fair, going fair. to work as an electrician wearing your boss's name on your back. It's an ad. <laughs> no, I mean, it's ridiculous. No, I, I respect your opinion, and and I don't disagree that
4: I do have an ego. I think we all do. Um, so, yeah, to you know, that I'm not, extent. I, Give me a break.
1: <laughs> okay, guys. Have a great day. All right. <laughs> we appreciate you both. And that's all,
0: folks. <laughs> the Cap and J-Hood cut
1: of the day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Oh, it's on LaSalle, north side of Chicago River. I tried the Nooski bacon with the lobster escargot. That's their number one and two appetizers. Oh, my
0: goodness. Thank me later. Cap, today is National Drinking Straw Day. National Drinking Straw Day. What's your favorite straw? Uh,
1: the straw in my ESPN, um, those, what was the name of those cups, those black cups that we got with the logo of the station? Ice shaker.
0: Ice, shaker. ice shakers, yeah.
1: That's the best one I've found. Like I have this one called the coldest I bring every day mm-hmm. with my electrolyte water. Mm-hmm. The ice shaker's Better.
0: Better. Have you seen these straws that are much bigger now than they used to be? Usually, I used to, we used to get the carnival straws. You had the clown on the front. Yeah. Carnival straws. Right. But now they have one that, where it's just a bigger, bigger holes on uh, either side of the straw. Well, a lot of
1: restaurants you go to, no more plastic straws. You either get a paper one, which I hate because you start drinking and it's, it falls apart. Yeah. Or they give you reusable
0: metal ones. And that's more environmentally safe? Correct. I see. So National Drinking Straw Day.
1: I'm a big environmentalist. Oh, you are. Oh man, dude, I'm the best at recycling at the house. Ah, rinse that out. You can't put it in recycling till it's rinsed out. I, yes, I very good about following protocol. Uh huh. We have a cu- couple of the metal straws at the house.
0: You're very good with the uh, protocol. You say I am. Okay. So what about uh, in the dishwasher? Good with that protocol. When many times you've been you to...
1: banned from loading the
0: dishwasher. Oh, why, why is that?
1: Because apparently I load it like a child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> loaded like a child. What's wrong with that?
1: Because when she opened it up again the other day with all the kids around, she opened Who loaded this? And I was over there, like turning my head. She's like, You load it like a four year old. We could fit so much more in here. <laughs> yeah. That would be me. <laughs> that would be me. Okay, well. Let's... So I've been banned from that.
0: By the way, we didn't get to this yesterday. Um, the great David Tepper, the Carolina Panthers owner, splashing a drink on a uh, Jacksonville, a Jacksonville fan. Jaguar fan. So the, the fine is $300,000, which is one less than 1% of his wealth. But he also accepted, said, fine.
1: that's a lot of money for throwing a quarter of a drink. There was not much left in the cup. Three hundred k. And he said this morning, there's no excuse for my actions. We have a protocol of discipline we're supposed to follow. I didn't. I accept the fine.
0: Yeah, great. He accepts the fine, but it does. it's nothing. It's a flea on an elephant's ass. Correct. He's worth $20.6 billion. Agreed. You but think, but, but my, my point is, oh, why do that? You're so entitled that you think you could throw a drink on a fan? He said, He's I lost my
1: cool because they're 1 in 15. And,
0: yeah, well, yeah. That's, that, that exhibits the... Behavior of an a-hole. Correct. Did I say that right? He he's going to go
5: I think like Donald Sterling mode and th- at some point there might be a little meeting between the owners we got to get this guy out.
0: You mean that David Tepper's going to go after Magic Johnson too? Well, well. I don't know. No, but you, <laughs> Hoodie, you get the like
5: the owners might eventually get together and go this guy's got to go. He's running a circus. Hey. He's misbehaving in the box, mistreating fans.
0: But you just had the Richardson thing, did you not? You did. And now to Tepper, now They're more not, issues? He's not going anywhere. God almighty, though, He may man. never win, but he's not going anywhere. It's great that you could do that, by the way, while you're sitting in the box. And then, hey, why don't you, why don't you fight the guy? Why don't you do it to his face? Right. The worst. The worst. Threw it on he the fan. Yeah, <laughs> We well, thank you for listening and calling and being part of the program here on Cap and Jay Hood. Thank you, Shay. Thank you, Jay Moore. Now, tomorrow, Cap, it's Thursday, so you know what that means.
1: Deal breaker Thursday, baby.
0: That's going to be something. Uh-huh. So, best. for our cap, I'm Jay Hood. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday.
1: Have S- a great day. Take
0: that. So long, everybody. From Chicago.